If you are struggling with imposter syndrome and you are continuously dimming your light, self-sabotaging and procrastinating, or maybe you think you need more credentials or you are not ready, but yet you feel this fire burning deep within your soul that you are here to share and birth amazing things into this world. You have been given a vision. You have been given guidance, promises that get to come into fruition. The fact that you have been called to birth something different than what the average person is going to do means you were meant to, but it also means you're going to have to be a master and expert in your field. Whatever it is that you struggle with, is usually the thing that you are here to help other people with. God will use beauty for your ashes. So the fact that you are struggling with an area in your life where you are feeling like an imposter really tells me that that's probably an area in your life that you are meant to become an expert in. If you're struggling with your finances, it's because you're meant to have a lot of money. And you're meant to learn how money works and how to manage it and how to be a good steward of it and how to grow it and how to save it and how to spend it in a way that works for you. And then maybe go and teach that to other people because it was something that you struggled with and you get to turn your pain into purpose. And because it was so painful for you and you struggled with it for so long, you get to be that mentor, that guide that can support other people who are feeling the frustration that you felt. And now because you've made it to the other side, you can really help people. But here's the kicker. Here's the thing. To get to the other side, you got to start where you're at. It's, since finances is coming up, for example, right now, what can you share with your people about finances? What have you helped other people with? with your finances? What are you embodied in right now, current, present day? Maybe you want to be teaching and sharing so many things about finances, but you either have not embodied it yourself or you have not walked through somebody else and taken them through a process and had them see results. The way to really become the expert is to just go out and do it. You can learn about swimming all day long. You can read about it. You can watch videos, but you're not going to really know how to swim until you get out in the water and you start doing it. And then you course correct. And then maybe you can start helping people as, as you're learning and as you're nailing it. And then maybe you've got another stroke down and then you go and teach more people, maybe with money, right? For example, you're starting to learn you're good at receiving money and you can bring money in and you can make money but maybe you have not mastered saving money or the feeling of having money in your bank account. So maybe you don't start sharing with people yet on how to save and have money. Maybe start with teaching people how to receive money, the thing you already are embodied with, and then take the necessary steps and actions as you grow, as you gain more confidence in that area. It's not meant to be comfortable but you are being called. You're being called to become the expert at it. So you get to also know the struggles that other people go through. You're going to build your confidence by doing it. 
And by practicing what you preach, so many clients come to me and they seem outwardly to social media that they are experts at certain things, but they come to me, a lot of them feeling like a complete fraud because they're really struggling with the thing that they're teaching. And trust me, I get this and I know this on a deep soul level and have gone through this. And this is why I'm sharing with you. I had to learn to share either what I was really embodied in myself or what I was really good at helping other people master and experience. If I wasn't fully developed in either of those two areas, then I was not going to continue to teach what I was teaching in certain things. I was out of integrity then. And that was what would make me feel like a fraud or that was what would cause the imposter syndrome. And what I learned around building confidence was that the more that I practiced what I preach and I actually was taking my own advice, if I was telling a client what to do or I was sharing about things on social media, I was posting things in my emails, then I had to really take the actions that I was telling other people to do. Another thing I see with my clients who come to me feeling like an imposter, feeling like a fraud, is they're not practicing what they preach. I've had a few clients who they're fitness trainers or they help people with losing weight, but then they are not even doing their own protocol. I've had clients come to me who they, they want to be business coaches and life coaches, but they don't even have their, their program ready or they don't know their pricing. And I tell them, I always, whatever somebody's calling in and they come to me as a client, I tell them, if you received it today, would you even know what to do with it? Would you even have the space for it? Majority of the time people don't. I say, if a client was going to sign up today, would, would you know what to do? And they're like, oh, well, I need to like work on it. I would need to set up the sales page and get the payment processor and the, the welcome email and the program details and da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, that's what you got to be doing right now. You're praying all day for this client and you want more money and you want to be of service and you want to be helpful, but you don't actually even have the space or capacity for it because you're pushing it away unintentionally because you don't even know exactly what you're going to do if somebody does say yes. For example, another one, this one really helped me. Are you wanting more clothes? <clears throat> you're wanting to change your wardrobe and you want to shop at beautiful stores and, and just have clothing you love. Are you even picturing your drawers filled with those clothes? Are you picturing yourself putting the shopping bags on your bed and then putting the clothes away? Are you picturing yourself hanging up the beautiful dress in your closet or the purse that you want to see hanging up in your shelf? Can you picture yourself walking away with the, the bag at the store and your credit card being approved? A lot of my work I, I do with my clients and in my courses is I have them tell me what they want and then I have them actually visualize and feel into and create the experience in their body and train their subconscious mind as if it already happened. What I noticed is a reason a lot of New Year's resolutions don't work and people continuously, they want to lose that same 30 pounds they want to always lose each year. It's because you're just repeating these goals off like a parrot you are not actually feeling into or seeing them. You might be saying, I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to lose 30 pounds. So I would ask a client, why do you want to lose 30 pounds? 
I don't know. I feel like I'd feel more confident. Okay. Have you felt that way before? Yeah. Did anything bad happen to you during that time? Uh, my boyfriend ended up cheating on me. Oh, okay. So what we just discovered there is you might want to lose 30 pounds, but you associate being happy and feeling good with heartbreak and pain and despair. So this is why you do Weight Watchers and you do the keto diet and you sign up for the gym memberships and a trainer and you keep falling off the track and you can't maintain or sustain the results. It's not that you lack willpower. It's not that you don't have the resources. It's not that you're dumb. Your brain is trying to protect you from so much pain that you went through before. I've seen a lot of clients, they come to me, they want to lose 30 pounds and they don't realize that really looking good is going to then make their mother jealous and then have her make comments or uh, other people are going to feel insecure and you won't fit in anymore. There's always a reason and a fear underlying what it is that you want. So I would have my client go through and look at that and then we can really get into, okay, you've looked at that fear. You're calling it out. You're taking the power away from that fear. Now, what would it actually be like if you lost 30 pounds? How would you feel if you got on the scale and it said 30 pounds lighter? How would you feel? And, and can you picture the number on the scale? Will you allow yourself to visualize that number? How would you feel in the mirror? How are you wanting to feel? How do you feel when you put that pair of jeans on? How do you feel when you wear that dress and your, your, your face is more toned, your arms are more toned, your stomach is flat? How do you feel in the workout clothes and looking at yourself in the mirror before you get to the gym? Once you've released the fear around having what it is that you want, and then you've gone and visualized how you would actually be feeling and what you'd be experiencing, you get to release the fear of failing, the fear of getting your hopes up and being disappointed. What if I release this fear and then what if I visualize all this stuff and then it doesn't happen? I'm going to feel like a big fat loser and I'm just going to get my hopes up and I'm going to feel disappointed. Well, here's the truth. You feel disappointed by not allowing yourself to lose the 30 pounds. You feel disappointed by falling off track. You're already feeling disappointed. By avoiding feeling disappointed, you feel disappointed. So what is that thing for you? What do you really want? What do you want to teach people? What do you want to share? What are you here to overcome? Will you allow yourself to practice what you preach, to embody the message that you're sharing? Will you trust and know you become the expert by walking other people through it and accepting exactly where you're at and continuing to move forward? Knowing that the way you become an expert isn't that you wake up one day and you're the expert. You become the expert because you keep showing up and you keep guiding people based on where you're at, what you can help them with, and what you've already embodied. If you want to lead people, you must release your fear of not being good enough and not being adequate enough. 
I've now been on the other end of so many coaching programs to see that everybody feels like an imposter. And now I've worked with some of the best leaders in the industry and I see that they feel like an imposter and they have their other shit. Nobody fully has it figured out. And knowing this truth can help you be graceful and compassionate on yourself as you're learning and knowing that the fact that you feel called and you have a desire to teach or share on this this thing that you feel like an imposter at is because you're meant to. So to summarize that, think of the goal or desire that you really have that you've really been wanting for a long time. Ask yourself, what within you doesn't actually want it? What within you has fear of it? This could be fear of not feeling good enough, fear that you might not be able to sustain it, fear that other people will be jealous, fear that somebody would leave you, fear that you might become greedy, or old fear in situations where something bad happened the last time you felt really happy or you felt really in love. Maybe the rug was swept under your feet, somebody betrayed you, somebody cheated on you. I've had some clients where the last time they were at the weight that they continuously want to be at, they they were raped. Heavy things. So when you go and, and look at the fears and clean those up, then allow yourself to actually visualize and feel into what that would look like if you actually did have whatever it is that you keep repeating off that you have, picturing the closet full of clothes, your PayPal account constantly going off with new invoices, the man actually showing up to your door and picking you up and you you just got dressed up and the music's going and it felt so fun getting ready. And now he, he texted you and he said, he's here. He's standing out at the car door. He opens it. You get into the car. You walk into the restaurant holding hands. You're feeling blissful. You're feeling in love. You sit down at a beautiful restaurant. You're looking at each other in the eye. He's holding your hand. Will you allow yourself to dream or will you continuously not allow yourself to go there because you don't want to get your hopes up and feel disappointed? Reminder, you already feel disappointed. The way you become the expert is that you keep showing up. You keep practicing what you preach. You allow yourself to be exactly where you're at and then you continuously work towards where it is that you want to go. I hope that you apply at least one thing that you heard from this episode and you go ahead and you take action and you implement and know that you are born to lead. You have a calling. It's not a tease and you're going to keep getting better at it. Send me a DM on Instagram at Annalie Mockham and share with me any aha moments or breakthroughs that you had. And if you want to work together further in my one-on-one -on -one coaching, my queen mastermind or my coming home program, you can also message me about that and we can see if it's a fit. And I do have a free masterclass that is available as well if you want to start there. So I'm sending you so much love. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will share more in the next episode.